When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you in association with Labbooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is called Phil Whelans. Joining me again two weeks in a row, Jim Grant. Jim, you seem to be back. Yeah, good evening. After your, after your yeah. hiatus where you I'm, were I'm, not with us for a long yeah. time, this seems to be this two week. You can't you can't form a pattern out of just two weeks. But no, uh, but I'm working on it. If we had a third week next week, we, yeah. I think we'll be able to say that you're back. You're, yeah, you're back yeah. with us. Well, I feel I'm back. You feel like yeah. I, I feel, feel, I feel, like like I feel very much. You look back. Oh, the old the old magic is uh, yeah. still not there. Uh, which, which, which means that you're back. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yes. joining us for the first time this season, uh, it's Benji Lanyardo. Hello. Um, everything all right? You too went to the Watford game, didn't you? We did. I couldn't go. I, we, was, we, I was doing a show. Me and Jim yeah. essentially went on a crap date, didn't we? It was. Oh. It was. It was a little bit. It yeah. was just me and Jim. We were. We had you know excellent conversation before the yes, game. We did. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. excited, yeah, and then we, we actually were. got there, and it was like. It was like getting to the restaurant mm. and they just bring you porridge. Well, right. uh, yes. And, uh, uh, we well, the, uh, the Fat Duck, that happened, didn't it? That um, Heston Blumenthal restaurant. Fancy porridge. Porridge with snails. This, is not, yeah. this was not, not fancy, fancy porridge. porridge. This no. was cold, no, no. shitty porridge. It was. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of flattering moments in the first five, ten minutes where... Um, are we straight into talking through. about the game? Sorry, yeah, we are. Oh, well, that's great. Right. Here we go. That's <laughs> well, right. Very unmeaning. Well, yeah, we that's just, Right, this is... Uh, we normally... There's normally, normally ten to fifteen minutes yeah. of just... Well, a faff. <laughs> yeah, just, just erroneous, <laughs> well, uh, arbitrary chat. No, on, game, time. game time. Game so, Okay, right. Well, let's do it. Let's formally just get it... I think so, get it out of the way I didn't, and then faff for the rest of it. What was it like? Not good. Not it good. Really wasn't good. Really not good. Um, uh, to put it into context, I've been away for uh, the Crystal Palace away game, which is just up the road for me. So I always aim to yes. go to that, and miss the Chelsea uh, home game because yes. I was travelling back from Germany on the day. And so, uh, two bad games to miss, as it were, yes, as a fan. And then, good games. Uh, so I was well. Yes, absolutely. And so I was really looking forward to mm. Watford. I thought, you know, I, it's, I thought it was going to be a tough game. I was under, under no illusions. I didn't think we were going to go and kind of just kind of turn them over easily. But I thought oh, we should have too much for them. And this was a, this is a different club to the one that we beat four 0 a couple of years. Oh back. Yeah, my yeah, goodness yeah. me, unrecognisable. And we didn't. T- we seriously, apart from the first five ten minutes, uh, we didn't turn up. It was a poor performance all round. Uh, it's a, a long time since we've been so comprehensively outplayed in kind of every area um i'm thinking back to that southampton game at home where they they really just took us apart yes i was going to mention that southampton game uh last season southampton game uh the The 3-1 after we'd had the brilliant performance away at palace that game was you know even the 
you know, you get the sense that even Bromley United would have a little spell against Barcelona. You know, mm-hmm. there'd be a little spell of ten minutes when Barcelona mm-hmm. took their foot off the gas. That Southampton game was almost like we didn't even... We didn't have a spell where we no. kind of fall back. Was this like that? Was it sort um, of Well, I say first five, ten minutes, right. but, you know, Payet looked really bright... Um, you know, Moses got the ball a few times and then didn't really take his man on, which became a kind of pattern. Well, their left the back, the Aki, actually he pretty much had him in his end. pocket most yeah. of the game. Well, Ironically, they're clubmates from I Chelsea. Mean, but... He ended up playing almost like a. We were, un, you know, they, they were under so little pressure, he ended up playing virtually like a left winger, didn't he? Really? really? Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, so what do you what, what, what do you put well, it down to I what think, happened I don't know I, uh, for me the whole thing is, this is a simplification but the whole thing hinges around Andy Carroll for me There's, in two different ways both sort of individually and structurally so right. individually the so, first goal I mean oh, it was a dis- what that was terrible it, I mean what's he doing so we, we, was th- that him dwelling in the penalty area dwelling yeah, in the penalty area the highlights yeah. match of the basically day. he tried to clear yeah. it first time missed the ball missed completely, the ball completely yeah. then decided to do a Cruyff turn yes. gave the ball away they scored and the thing about Andy Carroll we love him okay but he's not a wonderful footballer like he's very very good at a couple of things and he's mm. just kind of average at the rest and, and to some extent he comes from the same school of footballers as Mark Noble and with those kind of players the reason Mark Noble is very effective is he just does the simple things. When Mark Noble messes up, it's when he tries to do too much. This was Andy Carroll trying to do way too much. Yeah. And actually, when he was attacking later in the game, when he tried to hit that volley first time on his left foot, again, that's Andy Carroll trying to do too much. So individually, he was totally responsible for the first goal. That you can sort of write off as an individual error. The more worrying thing was structurally the way Andy Carroll changed our team. So... Andy Did Carroll, he play the whole game? He played, he played the whole game. Right. He, he is started. a magnificent mm-hmm. plan B. He's yeah. definitely not a backup plan A, if that no. makes sense. No. And what it really exposed, actually, is just how important Sacco is to this team that we've made. So, yeah. so, and also, it also slightly exposed that despite the fact that we've got this incredibly deep squad and a very impressive suite of attacking players at the moment, we actually don't have a replacement for Sacco. That role that is the kind of pain in the ass, never stop working, run in all directions, and also get a goal every now and then mm. we don't have anyone else that can do that and as soon as you put Andy Carroll in there the kind of well, the, the raison d'etre of our team slightly falls apart I think and that's I think that is why nothing quite worked on think, Saturday do, I mean do you not do you think Valencia might not be able to do that no he's not the only the closest we've got I think is Zarate I think Zarate with, with a real sort of rocket up him can be a total pain in the ass and that, and that kind of very, it's the kind of it's the multi-dimensional striker, whereas someone like Ari Ka- Andy Carroll is 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 you know one-dimensional. Enna Valencia is is much more suited to coming in off the wing, and I don't think that he's got the team responsibility to play that Sacco role. We don't, don't have anyone else, and I think that we should be considering buying someone like that in January, whether it's like a a sort of Shane Long type character or a Jamie Vardy, that kind of player. I think yeah. we badly need. Um, I think Valencia yeah, might be better equipped than. Might be better equipped than than Zarate, actually. Who, sorry, yellow. Uh, uh, no, um, um, Valencia. Valencia. I because he's because I mean his decision making is poor. It's really poor. He's a fantastic player. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's not a player that you build your entire team aiming towards. Mm. Whereas Sacco, and it actually made me realise just how fantastic Sacco is, seeing the way this team plays without him and I think that Valencia fantastic behind or coming in from the wings mm. Zarate again fantastic coming, uh, coming from behind or from the wings Lanzini the same Paya the same that kind of apex of the triangle without Sacco we, look, we looked really lost I, I, I think I mean there's a lot in what you say but I don't think we can put it down purely to some kind of sort of kind of structural I think, I think that was an issue definitely certainly in terms of our goal threat 
There's no question. And also taking pressure off our midfield. There's no question about that. But that doesn't explain the fact that several players were just Very off, true. off yeah. it. I mean, occasionally, or, you know, players have bad games. Mm. We had a set of players who had shockers. Kiate had a shocker. He was so bad. He so was bad. terrible. He looked really sluggish and tired and slow. Noble didn't have a great game. Uh, Tompkins and Collins both had bad games. Really? Tompkins was all over the show. Yeah. Really was. The second goal was his fault. And, the second and Collins goal was his is very much off his was just idiotic. Again, yeah. unfortunately. Strange. Yeah. Frustration, I think. Second time this year that Collins has got sent off in such um, a stupid way for an experienced player. Well, yeah. you know, once again against against width, they came at us with width and both the fullbacks struggled. Um you know, and Pyatt, it was very interesting. I mean I you know Thank God I don't think we are obviously going to be involved in a relegation scrap. But if you were, yeah. he would just not be interested at all, would he? I mean, he, he basically gave up second But half, do you know what he? I think that was, again, was that he realised that he was doing all this work and then feeding it into someone like Carroll. I think that if he plays with the better players he plays with, the better he'll be. Yeah. And, and, and the thing about Saka that I love that Bilic has done with him, and again, this is one of the many things that Allardyce would never do, is that... He's definitely told um, uh, Payet, don't even bother defending. You barely ever see Payet in our half. Like he, because why yeah. on earth would you get Payet defending? It's, what a waste of his time. Like, yeah. and, and in this game, I think Jim's totally right. When, when, as soon as he went 2-0 down, Payet kind of disappeared. Yeah. He also did some phenomenal things in the first no, he 10, did. No, he minutes. did. That's, that's certainly true. I mean, I thought, you know, and I thought Lanzini like was, was quiet until, until we went one, in a little spell after we went 1-0 down and suddenly Lanzini like woke up, didn't he? And suddenly yep. he was getting on the mm. ball and making runs and bringing people into play. Bright spots for me. Zerati, when he came on, should have started. I don't think you should drop people if they score a goal. Um, I agree. And play well. I, I think he was unlucky not to Moses start. Because Moses didn't do anything, really, uh, did he? No, he was disappointing. Um, he's he's and, now... Uh, it seems like uh, Moses, on the balance of the games he's played for us, that yeah. debut against yeah, it was Newcastle, fantastic, wasn't he, was against his, Newcastle. That was his finest hour. Yeah. I, I don't think he's played particularly well since uh, then. And Zerati against Chelsea was so good. Like, and... and, and he clearly showed that he's got the work rate in him as well because he oh, was yeah. tracking back and defending against Chelsea, mm-hmm. which is which which is what that role as a wing. If you're going to play yeah. the winger on the, either side of the striker, you're expected to track back. You are, and Lanzini, yeah. Lanzini certainly does that. And actually, Zarate against Chelsea, he was yeah. doing that. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Yeah, no, the, the point you make about Andy Carroll is absolutely fair, but it, it's also the case that they were onto every second ball. They pressed us well, and we didn't press them well. They had too much space. They wanted it so much more than we did. I don't know whether they were complacent or whether they're just a bit... It just seems odd, but maybe the kind of long, early pre-season is catching up with them a little bit. Mm. Um, I, I think it's the complacency. You know, I, think, I, I think they just felt that, that, that they've, they've spent a lot in the last two games. They obviously played well at Palace away, mm-hmm. away from them against a, a good side. Um, they were obviously outstanding against Chelsea. They've been up for, up, it, up for it against all these big clubs. I, you know, uh, in the end, you, you're going to come off. It was just they, all, you know, they had a lot of them had a bad game, yeah. kind of at the same time. Well, and, I suppose you and, know, in, in a sense, I mean, the, we were going to lose, we were going to get beat at some yeah, point. At some point we? You know, yeah. we were on a what were we, seven games unbeaten, yeah. and we were going to get beat. So it sort of might as well be them. It sort of might as well. Well, be. and and also it's one of those annoying things where all the cliches were kind of true. Like it was a bad day at the office. It, just, mm-hmm. it was, as Jim says, like there were a num- There wasn't a single player who was who was more than about 7 out of 10 and there were a number of players that put in like 4 oh, or 5 yeah, there were more 4s and 5s really exactly right? yeah and, and, I, and I think that also in fact the way the way my um, 
I told my girlfriend about the results. She knows nothing about football. And she, and she said, well, you were getting a bit giddy, weren't you? You probably needed a slap. Yeah. And I yeah. sat back and I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, if anything, we potentially needed this slight reality check because I think the Chelsea result was the real high point of our season so far. We were first on match of the day. Mm. It was kind of, it was nicely paired with, with um, you know, Chelsea's implosion. We were the headline team. Yeah. You know, Pae's up for the Barclays Premier League uh, Player of the Month. All these things were suddenly getting public. Like, we, you said last week, Jim, that we were sort of going under the radar. I think the Chelsea result was a case of us Little bit going above profile. the radar. Yeah. And, this, and this, we came up against a really well-drilled team that, that were all incredibly disciplined. There yeah, was barely good. any space for us to play into it's the first time we played against two strikers up front all year Igalo and Dini worked incredibly hard Dini's got the got the industry and Igalo's got the class like they're a great team they deserve to win and again one of the kind of positives to take out of this it was so refreshing to hear Slav after the game saying yeah we were good for five minutes and then for the rest of the game they were yeah I mean he was honest about it terrible. I think and yeah. I think that last year in this kind of game Allardyce would have pulled out a few excuses and basically just been a bit of a dick about it like he always is it's quite good to see that Bilic is seeing the same game as we are yeah, yeah. and again we talked about this on the day like he did try and change it at half time he pulled off the two wingers yes, and put on no, two, no, two I, more I, I, absolutely so I sort um, of back him he, I think he, he does seem like he's a realist the only worrying trend that has resurfaced is that this season is the story of us beating teams we shouldn't beat mm. and dropping mm. points against the teams that we should. There's a bit of a pattern there, isn't there? We have, yeah. we have. Um, I mean, you know, both both the goals really on Saturday. One, one chronically so, and and the other one to a pretty much large extent were down to kind of individual player errors again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the second goal came at a terrible time because we had changed, changed it about Zerati looked lively. Valencia looked lively to be fair to him. And, you know, if we'd have held it at one nil for 20 minutes of that second half, you know, I fancied to get something out of the mm, game. Maybe. Totally agree with Jim because um, we were reforming we, the we team. We conceded at very bad times just before half time, just after half time, really bad times to concede. And they were both, both bad, bad errors. And we have, if you actually think of the goals we've conceded, a significant proportion of them have been down to really poor player errors. Yeah. Noble's pass against Norwich, yeah, yeah. Cresswell, Cresswell against Bournemouth, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jenkinson, Jenkinson has made yeah. errors. You know, the, you've got to cut those. You've got to cut those kind of errors out because they're mm-hmm. they are. I know they're individual errors, but they're indicative, aren't they, of of a potential kind of complacency, a bit of a kind of lack of focus. They're also potentially indicative of you know these are this is the the the, the side products of trying to play better football. Like if you're not just slogging it up the pitch, the whole that's time, true. Then of that's course true. you you are going to give it away a little bit more. But I think they just have to. They know what they have to improve on. Stop giving mm. away silly goals and don't get complacent. And I think that once. Players come once players are, 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 are like you know once Sacco's fit. What's the injury with Sacco? I, I don't even know. know. I don't know. Like, it was it was kind of mysterious. Yeah. I think Song coming back in will really um, whether he goes in, into the team or not. We can talk about that later. It will bring a sort of competitive edge to the midfield that means that you can't just get complacent. Otherwise, you'll lose your place in the team. I think yeah. you know you could you could you could say Sacco should, should be dropped over the last game, or you could say that Noble doesn't deserve his place. That if they've got mm. someone waiting on the sidelines who is a well potentially world class player in Song, we should start to play a lot better. I think. Yeah, and we. Got to, we've got to, particularly when it gets really hectic, for example, across the kind of Christmas period, we're going to need that squad. And yeah. You're going to need to see sometimes it'll have to be, you know, Obiang and Song in central midfield. Very with true. Kuati and Noble on the bench, maybe. You know, you, you, you've got to rest players' legs at some point. So the well, other, someone, the someone on the Facebook group was saying that, uh, you know, um, oh, so Slav doesn't fancy Antonio then. Um, I mean, weird, I. 
Yeah, I wonder. I mean, it's you know, I mean, obviously, I think they were doing deals on that last day, and perhaps you know might not have. Uh, I mean, yes, been I, I wonder whether they? they had him and Moses as irons in the fire and, and ended up getting yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's I what think, I think. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, very, you, know. you know, they're sort of similar. Yeah. They offer similar things in terms of yeah. pace and power in, on, the, yeah. on in the wide position. Um, I don't know. I think he'll get a chance. I think he'll get a game yeah, time. I mean, he's, yeah, got yeah. To be, he's got to be patient. I think your point that the squad is going to be super important over Christmas might be when we actually see if Antonio is... is yeah, is absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The, the, absolutely. The, sort of the, 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 the note of caution is that the, so the famous Uncle Jeff coefficient, mm. the Uncle Jeff formula, which, which for, for people that haven't heard of it before, and if you haven't heard of it before, well, I mean, where have you been? Yeah. But uh, it basically, it compares our results from the previous season. So, you know, when people say at this stage last year, it kind of means nothing because it depends on who you've played. Yeah. So this, the Uncle Jeff coefficient tells you, it looks at the teams that we played last season, it replaces the promoted teams with the relegated teams, and then you end up with a plus or a minus, like against having played the same games last year. Based where, on where, how well you fared this season compared exactly, to last season. Exactly. So. And despite the fact that we're having this extraordinarily excellent season, the Uncle Jeff coefficient is currently plus one. That's right, it. Just we're one point one. up. And that is because all the games that we won last year, so this, the equivalent of this game last year was Burnley away that we won. Mm. But then, of course, we lost at home to Chelsea. So all the, all right. the kind of... We, we, we're, betting on West Ham this year must be an absolute nightmare. Because we're, you know, if you were to follow the coefficient, and all the, sorry, the formula, you, we're winning the teams. We, we're winning the right, games so, we should so, lose so, and so losing the games we should win. Totally. So, so, you know, so we're yeah, only one point right, better right. off than Sam Allardyce right. I, last year. I, I think, I mean, I, you know, in a sense, it, uh, fans have got to realise, and I'm, I'm sure they do really, we're, you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Managers need time. You have to, get, you know, he's got ideas he's trying to get across. Um, as you say, you know, if you play the ball on the ground more, you are going to give it away from time to time. Sometimes in, in more dangerous positions, you are going to have to expect that you will concede goals. But we've, up until Saturday, we've scored over, you know, on mm. average over two goals a game. And we've always looked like being able to get back into games. When we went to now, yeah. now down at Sunderland, we got back in it. I don't, sort um, of, I, I, I don't take a look at a lot of... Well, I don't really look at any forums, really. So it's only the Facebook group that goes with this podcast that I really look at. Uh, and uh, Upton Park Life, the other one. Uh, and um, I think it's finally... Because it's been incredibly knee-jerky this season. The sort of... You know, it's practically billage out after the kind of Leicester and <laughs> yeah. Bournemouth yeah. ones. Just yeah. incredible yeah, sort it's of... ridiculous. Really, really absurd. I don't know if it's a byproduct of of just social media and the fact that you can instantly respond to everything that goes on. But it feels like things were a little bit more philosophical after the Watford game. People just yeah. went, it's a reality oh, check. bad day at the office. Yeah, you know, I think the, so. The old cliche, bad I think day. So. Yeah, big, you know, and I think that's good in a way, and that yeah. people understand that um, good things have been happening. And uh, at the moment, you know, it's still 11 games, six wins, three losses, two draws. That's a good return for those. Yeah, and also, you know, even though the coefficient is only at plus one, we've had a lot of fun this season yeah. already. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's that, you know, this is why they got rid of Sam and brought in Slab. It's yeah, about the entertainment of, value yeah. now, and we are definitely getting that. We've seen a lot of well-crafted goals. We've seen a yeah. lot of uh, I mean, good so, individual sorry. performances. Yeah, but having said all that, we do need, they might, we need a reaction on Saturday against Everton. They, they, you know, if mm. that was a reality check, then we want to see some evidence that just, just a bit more fight and battle, you know, just a little bit more up and at them, press them. You know, they, the Everton are coming off the back of a very good result. I know against, you know, well, a, they're going... a not very good team, but, but they looked awesome, I thought. Everton, on, on, you know, they looked good. In, I yeah, think. they did. Good, yeah. And they are... Oh, you mean against a not very good yeah, team? Yeah, Sorry, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, um, they were good. 
They're a good sign. And they are our yeah. ultimate bogey team, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know... It was fun seeing Analyze getting walloped. Mm. I've got to say as well, quickly, we were talking about this in the pub before, there are so many things that have happened this year so far that just would not have happened under Allardyce in such a positive way. Uh, you know, things like, well, things like buying Paye, like a creative central player. We, we mm. didn't see that once under, under Adelaide. Things like Lanzini breaking through, like that is absolutely emblematic of the difference yeah. that Slav has I mean, made. He didn't, get, he didn't even break through. He was played in the friendlies. And totally. Just, uh, you know, did enough to stay, keep his place. The return of Zarate. I mean, the thing that I, I thought, you know, massively summed up what Slav is doing. Against Chelsea, against Chelsea, the champions mm-hmm. of the league, uh, we were without Victor Moses, our first choice right winger, and instead of bringing a defence midfielder, we brought on a more attacking player yeah, in Zarate. Yeah. I mean, this is what we want. This yeah. is exactly what we want. So, so well, we yes. have two wingers that sort of uh, are tiddlers. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, which you know, would never Sam, have happened under Sam. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure part of his antipathy towards Zarate the second he turned up was basically, you know, height based. Uh, um, you know, it's just not big enough for this division. Can't, totally. You just can't hack it. It's too small, too lightweight. Um, so, uh, yes. So, uh, at the uh, Watford game, I understand that as well as the Paye song, the, uh, and we were talking about last week the, the very unlikely um, uh, addition of lyrics to Achy Breaky Heart. I don't know if... Is that a, is, is, has that been a thing in the division? Has anyone... I've heard it. Any other clubs? Yeah. Feels like it... Feels like the shape of a... Feels like that tune has possibly been used yeah, before. Yeah, probably. But, I can't uh, think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure it has. Because uh, it doesn't have... There's no pun in it. It's not like, you know, achy breaky heart sounds like we've got pie So, <laughs> so no. It's sort yeah. of... Uh, but, uh, but I understand that a couple of new songs are sadly, sadly falling, on, uh, falling on sort of barren ground at the Watford game because it was such Yeah, a it went game. very flat. But there was a, there was a mm. Manuel Lanzini song and a, and a Valencia song, I, I believe. Yes, and, uh, yes. Yes. Let's hear them. So, Let's hear them. <laughs> <laughs> the Anna Valencia song, and I actually only heard a few people singing this, but I thought it was very, was, very was good. Was that new for the five? Have you not heard that before? I thought, I no, I haven't heard, heard it. Come on, I haven't heard that. So to the All song right. of, uh, of Karma Comedian, it goes... Anna Valencia, he's Clara and Blue, he's Clara and Blue. Very nice. But the next one, the next one... I actually first saw it on a YouTube clip, and I believe it was born right next to where we were standing after the Chelsea game in the beer tent in the back of the Black Lion. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there was a, um, yeah. And that's where the video is from. And I yeah. don't actually know what, what the song is, but it's, and I love the fact that, that it's all built around Manuel and Lanzini. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Oh, should I do the other first Could time round and, yes. and then you join we'll join again. Again. Oh, right, yeah, okay. okay. It goes, we've got Manuel Lanzini and Diafrasacco too. We've got Maro and Dimitri, and I guarantee we'll score more goals than you. Vote together now. We've got Manuel Lanzini, and Diafra Saka too. We've got Maro and Dimitri, and I guarantee we'll score more goals than you. Good, eh? Very good yeah, very songs. Good. Yeah, very that, good. That's quite a good old-fashioned... Yeah. You can see men with scarves and coats with yeah. rattles. My so one concern about that is... Yeah. is, is, is a wanker with a drum could play to that. Oh, That's my slight protocol. worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a wanker. There were two wankers with drums at Watford, weren't there? There was at least one. Oh, certainly Watford, one. I think. Yeah, and I think yeah, another yeah. one started up somewhere. Uh, well, they should be shot. They should be kind <laughs> of. You know, there should be CCTV in the ground, up on the big screen. You should see the big kind of sniper sight. 
focus well, on the person with the drummer, they're, not necessarily shot and killed. I mean, they, with one of those tranquilizer darts. But aren't they club sanctioned? So well, so then the, the people, then the club should right, be shot. Right, they, they, right. They, the whole, they should be wiped off. So Everyone should be shot. Of, you, you think some kind of, <laughs> rather than CCTV that the club have had installed to yeah. see if miscreants are doing yeah. bad stuff, yeah, you believe that some sinister well, government helicopter. body yeah, should install well, look, a football, CCTV. What are the FA playing at? They should they should investigate. Yes, a drone strike. You think there should be a there should be a drone strike on right. anybody who plays a drum right. or rings a right. bell in a football ground. I, I think they're, they're aren't, with aren't they sort of a, you know part of this ultras kind of phenomenon? Yeah, that, I hate all that. that it's people, not very English, <laughs> right? That's going to happen at the new stadium, probably. Isn't oh, it? is it? Do you think? Oh, oh well, they all have kind of. I don't make this decision. Club, club, club sanctions. Club. They're all given a black and yellow flag to. to I hate it all. I just Let's think force it's so Jim to contrived. Join the it's bollocks. Who's got a black and yellow flag? The, the Watford fans. They all had so kind they, of. You know, some of them got little little black checky flags, and oh, some the, of them have got the yellow bones, and black stripy ones. The phones and the lights. Yeah. Oh, and then oh god, they're, yeah. They're, yeah. Then as dusk fell on the game, as uh, you know, and we're kind of sitting there. On our crap These, uh, the one thing that sort of kind of brought the West Ham fans back to life uh, was was that it's like some kind of teeny concert, you know, kind of uh, no, you know, take a, that like, thing, when you hold yeah, up holding up their little lights, phone uh, lights the and waving their phone waving lights their like phone little torches. twinkly stars. Yeah. Fuck off with that. They were, and uh, that's just embarrassing. There was a chorus that's of that's just, just embarrassing. embarrassing. <laughs> that's and just of course, it is, embar- it is embarrassing. They should be ashamed of themselves. Grown men, some of those people were, waving little phony lights in the air. What do they think they, they should are? be shot. They gonna... should be, yeah, they should all be taken out. I'm going to take one of those, uh, you know, big wooden standard lamps that stands in the corner of your living room. <laughs> or, or what I'll do is I'll take an actual old-fashioned phone and just hold that up in the air, like a phone with a cradle and a receiver, and just hold that in the air, one that you sort of dial. Um, I think is... we should take old-fashioned siege machinery in, like a kind of ballista. Just to kind of trundle it in <laughs> when anyone starts waving or banging a drum. Just isn't a ballista a person that works in a coffee shop? Oh, that's a barrister. Oh, right. yeah. No, that's no, a, that's, that's a law. law oh, yeah, I'm getting very confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. it's, uh, yeah you won't. They won't. They're almost certainly. You're not even allowed to take bottles into the ground. So siege machinery. They, yeah, they won't. You had a bottle. You had a bottle of water. A sealed bottle of water. I sneaked it in. You snuck it in. I'm a criminal, Jim. Mm. I think you're allowed to have uh, bottles of water on. But, the, you, but they, 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 they have to have the tops off. Yeah, yeah. They have to keep the top because yeah. the top could take a man's yeah. eye out. Don't yeah. mess with me. Yeah, take a man's yeah. Eye. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> there's going to be further music in this podcast. Incredible. Um, yeah. It's a musical um, special. It, is, it does seem to be a musical special. Jim, you have an announcement? To, oh, yes, to, I better do read. this. <clears throat> I've, got, so, I've got a couple of announcements. Oh, good, good. I've got one principal announcement. Are we doing my announcement first? Yeah, let's do yours first. Okay, yeah. Well, my announcement is that we have signed up with Ladbrokes to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on the description to this podcast or on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there is a free bet of up to £50 for you when you click on the link and enter the promo code LAD50. That's LAD50. Download our free and brand new Android phone app and updated iPhone app. Follow the links at westhampodcast.com and please leave us a review too. Very fancy. Never Very used nice. to be this kind of a stuff when I started too. on this podcast. Um, well, we're fancy. professional now. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not, not professional in the sense that we get paid, no, but no, professional in the sense that we have a kind of attitude, a kind of way of, you know. Being. 
a bit a way of being. Yes, that's a massively of, professional. A state I think it's really of being. changed much since we first did. <laughs> no, that's really, I don't think no, that's really. No, it is. I think much as, uh, it is middle-aged a, men yeah. sitting around a table talking bollocks a, about it's West Ham. Veneer of professionalism. It's always been that. Um, and it always I have an announcement to make. Oh, good. Uh, Pride of Irons. Do you remember them? Yes, absolutely. We had uh, our good friend Jim, Jim, Jim Dean Jim Dolan. Jim Dolan. Yeah. or formerly Jimmy Pop. Jimmy Pop. He used to call himself Jimmy Pop. Yeah, uh, I wonder why he Jim stopped Dean. doing that. Oh, yeah, I liked that. Yeah. Jim Dean Dolan and uh, his friend Zonda McWalnuts. Yes, Zonda yes, I've met him. Who is close, he come to the, the, he, they've been to the live circle. shows. That's not a real his name. Inner circle known by his real name. That's not a real name. Jim, you're not in his inner circle. You know, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not in anybody's inner circle, I, to my I'm, knowledge. I'm, I'm in Zonda McWalnuts' I, inner circle. So if I, I'm, I'm in an inner circle, I don't know about it. Because he operates under his stage name, which is Zonda McWalnuts. So I've... Benji, I'll tell you his real name. Jim, you can't be in. No, his, no. His well, I don't. I'm not sure I want to be. You're, you're, you're <laughs> it's too much pressure. In a circle. I've got no idea what's happening. None. They're having an event. It's a Pride of Irons fundraiser, and it's on oh, great. Thursday, the 19th of November, and it's a quiz. It's a quiz. You see it? Yes. Where's yes. it happening? It's happening at the at Bangers Bar in Moorgate. Bangers Bar in, in Moorgate. Moorgate. Uh, there is a Pride of Irons Facebook page, uh, so I suggest you go to that. I think that might be the way that you're conduit into it. It's called Pride of Irons, and it's on Facebook. Um, Thursday, the 19th of November, I imagine, in the evening at Bangers Bar, which is in Moorgate. I don't have the post. Is it a West Ham quiz? Uh, I don't know. It's um, uh, Pride of Irons is, of course, the LGBT uh, um, organisation associated with uh, uh, West Ham United. Yeah. Uh, and I am all for that. I can't go. I've got a show that night. It's a West Ham Oh, yeah, you, you do your show. Always show. Thursday nights. Always do a show. Yeah. Show. Sounds very good. I, uh, go. I might but be able to go, actually. Yeah, I think I you might, should uh, yeah. get a team together. I might go and... Oh, yeah, quiz team. Get, get onto Facebook, uh, yeah. form yourselves into teams, and go along. And yeah. there may be uh, maybe top prizes. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you you probably... Well, there might... Yeah, no, there might be. There might be. Huge huge prizes. Let's say there are. Massive Massive prizes. prizes. Huge huge life-changing prizes (laughs) to be won. (laughs) Huge life-changing prizes to be won. Now, uh, last week when we had our our discussion uh, about the Dimitri Payet song and whether other songs uh, took as their source material... Achy Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. Um, mm. <laughs> we speculated what the least likely songs to be turned into football chants might be. Uh, I said, for example, Atmosphere by Joy Division would, would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Laurie Anderson's Oh Superman would be, <laughs> would be <laughs> if the 36,000 people went. That would be great, ha, though. Ha, Joey O'Brien <laughs> ha, 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 would be quite good. Uh, and, um, and actually, on a really cold day, if they did that, you'd see little puffs of mist rising from mouths. people's mouths. Oh, yeah. Visual charm yeah. over yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, you, you, Jim, said uh, last week that the the um, go, so a bit of Gilbert and Sullivan, like the one of those sort of verbally, songs. verbally yes. dexterous sort yes. of patter songs, like the modern major general yes. song. That would be funny if 36,000 people uh, sang that as a football chant. That would be very impressive. Uh, and uh, what happened is that uh, on the Facebook group, James Harper wrote a whole set of lyrics to the modern Major General song about West Ham. Uh, a, a, quite a titanic effort, because that's a lot of typing, because the words come thick and fast. Then, almost a couple of days later, Rob Chapman yes. also wrote a version of uh, Modern Major General about West Ham, having not seen that there was a first one. And obviously, 
there was a severe danger of an East Coast, West Coast <laughs> light opera war <laughs> in which, in which, um, in which uh, Death Row Records <laughs> would release uh, an album of uh, the, the Barber of Seville. So, Rob's a skinhead. Uh, yeah. Be careful. He's a skinhead, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other uh, Death Row Records... Big Boy Records, yeah. the other one, Big Boy Records. They would, they would have Catherine, Jen- Catherine Jenkins shot. <laughs> uh, uh, Placido Domingo would diss someone at an award ceremony. M- Having mu- shagged his wife. Music of operatic origin. Right. The, the Motos. Uh, and uh, there'd be just carn- East Coast, West Coast carnage. And that Rob and James would have to settle this in a kind of eight-mile style light opera off light opera off in some club in Detroit uh, in the eight mile area Uh, so we um, we'd like ultimately to hear both of them Uh, not on the same podcast no it's a bit much Rob has uh, threatened in fact to to come on and bring a keyboard player with him to play it and we we, we should do that that. we we applaud that in the meantime I thought I would uh, I would convey James's one um I may now regret the pint and a half I had in the car because this is incredibly verbally dexterous. And I also realised walking, uh, well, uh, while we were in the pub, that I'm not entirely sure I know the whole tune for Modern Major General. Make it what up. What could possibly I'll have go wrong? <laughs> I'll have a go, though. Busking. Um, let me see. All right, OK. This is James's uh, Modern Major General song. We are West Ham United, we're the home of the academy. We play our football on the ground the way that it's supposed to be. Our fans follow the, our fans follow the team whenever we go over land and sea. We're led by Mark Noble and coaches Billich and Dixie. That's very poor. A thing of which to be aware is our impressive history. Although we haven't won much silverware in recent memory, but once we held the jewels, we may, af- we may after beating West Germany with Bobby Moore and Martin Peters and Sir Jeff Hurst MBE. <laughs> hey. And the youngsters too, we've had a load. We've brought them up and seen them grow. We taught them the right way to play before we had to let them go, like Joey Cole and Lampard, Carrick, Johnson, Anton and Rio. Just make sure that you do not mention Paul Lintz or Jermaine Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> We recently said our farewell to Mr. Samuel Allardyce. It's fair to say that some of his some thought his style. It's fair to say that some thought his style of football was not that nice. With long balls to a beast up front, being his one perpetual vice, and cocking ears to hammers, cheers was never going to break the ice. Or calling them deluded bollocks, talking when you choose to sub a striker for defender against and men. We should just we should just drop. It goes against the dreams and talk of all those fans when in the pub to be the very model of a modern major football club. But now we play the West Ham way like beating Manchester City and Liverpool and Arsenal and even Mourinho's Chelsea with goals from Manuel with goals from Manuel Mauro, Andy Jenkinson and Dimitri. We are West Ham United. We're the home of the Academy. That's hard. That's hard. Are we going to expect that from the Bobby Moore Lower next week? Yes, I think so. Yeah, Uh, yeah. that is brilliant, though, isn't it? Yeah, very brilliantly written. Some of the scansion is uh, uh, (laughs) difficult. Yeah, but but, uh, yeah, very good. It's it's a a tour de force. It is. It's a tour de France of. uh, of, uh, (laughs) Uh, And I believe I'm right in saying that both the texts of both versions are posted on uh, the Stop Hammer Time Facebook Facebook page. page. Yes, it's more of a movement that page now, isn't it? It's absolutely it's chaos. 
it's like a perpetual bar brawl. That that, that Facebook yes, group. Yes, yes, it does. It's, and it's, I for one enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it um. Since it became uh, oddly, since it became private, it's a, since it became a private group. It's got loads more people, about ten <laughs> times more people. Yes. It has and spiraled a, beyond any there's control. There's a wide-ranging uh, bunch of views uh, on that. On that, yes. yes, it's like a bar brawl now. It's like a bar brawl. Yeah. Um, we were getting on to talking about the Everton game, so let's talk about that now. They are in a rich vein of form. Uh, they're going very well. Uh, I like Martinez, so I quite you know I. I suppose the only thing about Everton was uh, they, they had that, um, which is long gone, that kind of stigma in the 70s and 80s that they didn't have any black players for a long time, did they? Is People right? saw them as the racist club. Is that mm. right? I yeah, had no yeah. idea. Um, That's yeah. nice to start Who was Kevin Campbell <laughs> played for them, didn't he? He, went, he went, went up there from Arsenal. He, he did. was one of the kind of... He went on loan. It might not have been their first, but he was near enough. He went on loan and saved their season, didn't he? He, did, yeah, he, he was like a kind of Christmas signing. And um, uh, they were in deep trouble. I'm not and sure they had many there. before him. No, no, I think, I think they were. I think they were deemed uh, kind of suspiciously, uh, you know, ethnic free football team, a very Caucasian football team. Yeah, yes. uh, but, I mean, I... Because uh, I, like, I like Martinez, and I quite liked... You know, I thought Moyes was all right. I thought Moyes got good, bought good players in. I liked Osman. Like, I, like I actually Pino, quite like the, liked... I like the club. Yeah. In spite yeah. of yeah. their... Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ken Wright. Ken, I like Ken Wright. You know, Ken Wright hasn't got a lot of money. And for a while, his fans were really sort of, you know, got on his back and were really moaning. And also, it. Howard Kendall recently dying. I mean, I, I, it was starting before my time. And I kind of thought back to well, Everton won the league in the 80s. Yeah, I mean, that yeah. is phenomenal. They were a big club in the 80s. Oh, they were they one of the yeah, big yeah. five, weren't yeah. they? I went to yeah. Everton away last year, me, me and Andy, who you know from, mm. from, from the pub. Um, and we sort of hung around afterwards, went to a few bars, and they're sort of, most of them very, very nice fans. And they've actually got a really nice team at the moment. I think the one hope we've got in this game is that we've, we're coming from being from a disappointing loss, therefore yeah. we hopefully we'll be fired up. They're coming from a pretty indulgent victory, so, yeah, yeah. so you hope that they take the, the foot off the pedal, you know. Yeah. But there's a few, like, we've got a terrible record against them. Lukaku always scores yes. against us. Yeah. So let's, you know, at least Baines isn't scoring this time around to score two, three kicks, you know. Yeah, that's right. He must be injured. He's out for a few months. Yeah, right, he hasn't yeah, been... Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. played this and season. And Jagielka's out as well, isn't yeah, Which is that great. Which is useful, yeah. 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 So I just... I do, I do hope... Well, having, having said that, I was going to say I hope the Sacco is back. I wonder if it is actually the kind of game where, where the battering ram of, of um, Carroll might be good because if they've, they've got this um, uh, South American defender, Funes Mori, mm. who I actually... I watched the game against Sunderland um, on Sunday and Funes Mori looked dodgy. And right. Stones, however excellent he is he's still very inexperienced at the top yeah. level I think that, that Stones any, well frankly as Billich has said any defender will have trouble against Carroll but I'd still prefer well he has to have the service game. though yeah. and, the, and the problem with Saturday is there was, there, there was no decent service there, there, was, there was a bit of service but every time he won it and knocked it down there was no one there because this team is just not wired to play with a big man they're wired to play with a kind of pain in the ass, quick striker like Sacco sort of a, yeah. as we said before I think, so let's, so let's I think if we play him we have to play someone like Valencia whatever up fairly close to him Feeding to be running on for the flicks yeah. and things absolutely right I think he, whereas previously he gets that was too Nolan, isolated you know, Nolan made you know for, for about yeah. five years that's what he did yeah. he fed off Carol Scraps 
we need, Carol is going to provide lots of scraps in any game. Let's feed off them and, and, and at least get someone a lot better. Than I, I would prefer it for him to go back to the to the bench and for to be the impact sub to come on because yeah. I think he can do damage against if, he, if they are inexperienced and dodgy um, centre halves. They're going to be m- you know more dodgy when they're tired with the last 20 minutes to go. Andy Carroll as a plan B makes such perfect sense because especially replacing someone like Sacco or that kind of like hard-working, multifaceted centre-forward because essentially the, 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 the Sacco tires them out and, and knackers them and drags them all over the place. And then just when they're exhausted and think they've handled them, you bring off this bruiser off the bench and he's going to you know, yeah. deliver the knockout punch. It's absolutely yeah. perfect. Yeah. But and for that as, reason, as I, said, I'd start, I would start not. with Valencia because I, I do think he can front, do I that. Think, I think he can do that. Do you know what? I, 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 if Sacco isn't... Are you assuming Sacco isn't fit? Well, I think, I think Valencia, Payet, Lanzini and Zarate is an attacking four. I think you know can can do that thing Happily. of pulling people around. Happily, but I think I think you're right in saying that, that Carroll, even if he's fit and Sacco isn't, shouldn't start. Sacco is an impact substitute now for us. I think that's Carole. the way it should be. Is that yeah, Carroll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's um, I've I've the Carroll substitution against Chelsea was in a way one of the kind of most effective substitutions I've seen in the last five years of, of watching West Ham because. When he came on, they went for that cross sort of several times, and about the fifth time, it worked. It worked, yeah. You know, they did it four or five times. You could see what they were trying to do. You know, he came on, and they immediately tried to... The wingers tried to hit him with crosses, and Mm. the fifth time, it worked. And I think that it's fine to do that for, like, the final third or the final quarter of the game. But if that's what you're doing from from minute one, which you were against Watford, it's just that's not this team. No, no, no. That that, that is Sam Allardyce's team. No, it's just too agriculture. It's just too, you know, I mean, those... Because ultimately... He's still got to win that sort of aerial battle. And if any team with experienced central defenders, it's like, you know, Jarvis just popping this gentle ball up to go into the keeper's hands or just be won by a defender. It's just, that's not a tactic. It's a sort of statistic. It's a statistic (laughs) that um, goes, you know, goals come from 15% of crosses, so bang it over 100 times. To be fair to him, he clearly wasn't on Saturday. He still isn't and we wouldn't necessarily expect him to be, match fit and match no. sharp. And it's not just about being match fit in terms of running around. It's that match sharpness, isn't it? That, yeah. You know, the mistakes he made. You know, I think if he'd been match sharp, he probably would have done better with the rebound off the post from Valencia's interception of the back pass. Um, he tried a kind of, you know, um, Hollywood volley first, time volley. volley, first time volley that sliced. You know, maybe, you know, he can hit a fantastic ball. Um, particularly off his left foot. But so he's, he's so, playing you know. the percentages. The, the, the thing with Carroll, as I said earlier, he's just not that good a football player. He's quite good, but like a player like like you know someone like Pae is in a different stratosphere. And I think the the point about being a quite good striker. I mean, Carlton Cole did this for years. He was way worse than Andy Carroll, but he just did what he's supposed to do. Didn't try anything too fancy. When Carroll tries things fancy, like first time volleys, it's probably not going to come off. Yeah, also, you know, Sacco is, is quick of foot and quick of mind and He's a quick great of, player. you know, legs. And so, so, you know, joins in with that, some of that give and go. I don't know. I, I mean, I think Carroll scored some great goals for it. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, no, the, we're not the, saying he's a bad know, player. No, no. But, but, but usually, 
we know the kind of goals he scores. It's, it's mm. headed crosses. That's what we, well. Carroll is fantastic at headers, causing chaos in the box, and creating space for others. But, like but, they are great well, attributes. Well, yeah, but he's not. He's, yeah. he's he is not like a. He's not a Lewandowski. He's no, not he's Cristiano not gonna, yeah, Ronaldo. He's not going to be part of the kind of no, speed but, with which we're playing no. this kind of counter-attacking yeah. style of football. Yeah. But I, mean, those, I think that's the. And that's you know, where. That's the, and I think in the Premiership at the moment, players like that are thriving. Like like players like Jamie Vardy. Players players that really do yeah. work incredibly hard and get the spoils. Quick question. Well, Vardy is quick. Vardy's Vardy phenomenal. But yeah, he's got yeah. a lot more than that as well. He's got. Yeah. He's good at a lot of things. When so, quick question. When Song comes back, does he replace Noble? Let's assume he's fully fit. Does he replace Noble? And will he replace Noble? I mean, well, I, think, I think that you know his chances to play will will you know will come when when there's a tactical change or an injury to Noble, and then it depends how well he does. I think. I mean, I think answer. he'll. I, I don't think he'll sort of. I don't think Billich will just put him straight in. I don't think so either, but it, it makes me sad to think it, but Song is definitely a better footballer than Mark Noble. And, and if you're being totally pragmatic, <clears throat> he's got to replace him. Well, the song of the first half of last season is, but the song of the second half of the season Good so point. probably wasn't. Yeah, fair point. You know. yeah. Depends what he's like, really, I think. It does a little bit. And, and you know, how, how... I mean, he's got to get back to Matt Sharpness, hasn't he? He's a long layoff with injury. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. he's going to... How long is it? A long time, isn't it? Well, it's uh, still a couple of months or something, uh, is it? Uh, you, uh, he has had. I mean, I think he's back training now. Yeah, I think he's back soon. He's back soon. But he won't have played for a long time. Got it, so, yeah. so I don't think he's going to suddenly yeah. just come in and start, but I think we'll start seeing him get. Yeah, get you know, he hasn't time. played any football for like five months or something. Yeah. Like, like, he imagine what, the whole summer and then he didn't play for this but season. I, no, so I think imagine so. what our bench will look like when he's yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good, isn't it? We're going to have, obviously, we're not going to have Colin, so we're going to have Old Bonner or Reed. Well, Reed was on the bench, yeah. so Reed uh, must be back. Uh, I would have thought, uh, or Ogbonna, you know, uh, who we haven't seen an enormous amount of, but looks kind of competent. Yeah, he looks pretty good. Uh, you uh, know, yeah. I mean, I think in, I think it would be good to see Reed back. I, I, I think, oh yeah, I think he's I'd our be best centre back as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, against Lukaku. I think you need someone really robust. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you've just got to. Put your faith in the fact that you know you're not going to have the, that, those kind of kind of four pl- four players at the kind of heart of the team. Kayate, Noble, you know, well, Collins is not going to be playing anyway. But Topkins, they're they're not going to have collectively as a, bad a bad game, game as that. <laughs> Surely not. I mean, Kayate very rarely puts in an under par performance twice in a row. Poor, was he? he was under par. He, he was, was definitely bad. you know sluggish. So predictions, predictions. Oh, we never beat them. We never beat them. Um, oh, two all. I think it's going to be a high-scoring victory for West Ham. We always have good games against Everton. Yeah, they, yeah. Um, so I'm going to say three-two West Ham. Wow, three-two. Um, nil-nil. Ooh, nil-nil. Nil-nil. I'm going to say nil-nil. All right. All right, uh, that's it. This for, for this that's week's, a cheerful uh, note on which to end, isn't this it? Week's, uh, <laughs> Very romantic <laughs> note to draw. It's a point. Respect the point. It's a point against that bogey team. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This has been a musical musical theatre edition yeah. of uh, Stop Hammer Time. Um, uh, with me have been uh, Jim Grant. Cheerio, Benji Lanyardo. Goodbye. My name's Phil Whelans. Come on, you irons. This show is brought to you in association with Labbrooks. Just click the link on the description to the show, sign up and get a free bet up to £50 when you enter the promo code LAD50. Go on, do it.
This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.